0: The Celtic fans can come in here. Laker fans can come in here. But take that L on the way out.
1: Dallas coming off a loss last night to San Antonio, 119-109. As Murray hits the three. To... Nine to shoot.
2: Grant sets up Gary
1: Harris. Good look there. And Harris.
2: Which question I asked to one of their insiders. He's not there yet. He's some more work. Grant. He checks straight away. Yes.
1: Get Murray. Oh, up. Oh,
3: this is Take That Hell the GoMileHigh.com go Network, your place to get weekly Denver Nuggets news, highlights, and opinions with your host, Arthur Knight, and your co-host, Nick Basher.
1: All right.
0: All right man, let me get a little volume in my mic there. Brother, welcome to Take That L on a special edition of Take That L. I am Arthur Knight, and with me today is Mr. Alex Slim Pimp and Becker. He didn't think I was serious about changing his name, but that is your name now, sir.
2: Hey man, I'll will t- take whatever I can get, just not just not late for dinner. <laughs> That's what's up. call
0: you whatever we want, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, man. Um, well, man, you know, we uh, we've got a lot to celebrate here in town. We don't want to get content. Um, But we do have a lot to celebrate in town. Uh, Again, my name is Arthur Knight. This is Take That L. You are listening to GoMileHigh.com, a part of the Be On Air Network. Uh, You can follow us on Facebook at Take That L, and you can also follow us at Take That L5 on Twitter. Uh, Nuggets win Game 7 in a tremendous fashion.
3: Gary Harris drives down a lane, layup shot,
4: rattles around, and drops through. Side pass, Jokic flips it up and in. Murray trying to get it. Shot clock winding down. Murray puts up a three. Bang! Jamal Murray from downtown.
0: All right, so again, the Nuggets win. The Nuggets win. The Nuggets win. They won. They did it. Game seven. The first team to ever come back from a 3-1 deficit. Not once but twice and they're the team they're you know i think they they have the record or they tie the record for most uh wins in a an elimination game with six in a row um the nuggets the nuggets are high flying um but uh tj mcbride asked jamal murray after the game about the toughness and makeup of the denver nuggets and jamal gave a response that was as unexpected as the nuggets winning game seven
4: i was curious is exactly who you
0: guys have been, and you're just showing everybody exactly who you guys are. Uh, I say. We've been
4: showing you got Shaq, you got Charles, you got Zach the name, I don't even you know. Um, TV and A, all y'all, yeah, better start giving this team some damn respect, but we've been the work, and, and we got a resilient team,
0: and you know, we, should have, we should have been down 3-1, but we have to come back from 3-1 against the Clippers, um, that was a big achievement, so uh, this one just to you know, change that narrative, yeah, y'all can up, start changing the narrative, and uh, look us in a better life man Jamal Murray looked like he was about to cuss there or sounded like he was about to cuss there for a second y'all could just shut the mm, up uh but he stopped himself and, and and maintained his composure and but he did call out uh specifically uh Stephen a Smith um a couple of other other people and and basically the whole media uh but Stephen a Smith responded in kind to Murray's comments by staying consistent and not picking the nuggets to win <laughs> I've been talking about Jamal Murray all year, since last year. I think he's a star and making no questions about it. That, that joke is something special, but I'm still not picking you to beat L.A.
5: So if that's being disrespectful, so be it. I'll just have to eat crow when you do it next time. I don't anticipate. I
0: will do it. So Stephen A. Smith cracks me up, man. He's one of my favorite, you know, like that's basically my idol uh, in this industry. That's who I, I strive to be. But uh, he cracks me up with his nanny nanny boo boo attitude. Well, I'm still not picking you to, you know, like I'm just gonna take my ball and go home. That was his kind of attitude, and I, I just thought that was funny, man. Um, and we're gonna get we're gonna get to commenting on all of these. I just want to uh, to roll through these really quick. Uh, Coach Malone. Our beloved Coach Malone gets the best birthday present any coach could ask for. Um, Here he is praising his team about their mental toughness and commitment
4: this whole season was to win a championship and as outrageous as that may sound for people outside of our group uh, we, we never lost sight of that and we kept our belief in that and I think it's been evident in the first round down two starters other guys step up we get Gary Harris back uh, and you know, down 3-1 I think this is a sixth straight elimination game 71 days in the bubble and just just to stay together uh, that commitment that, that 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 toughness is you don't see that around very often so that speaks to the guys in that locker room and how much they truly
0: love each other all right, and that was Coach Malone on the the toughness and commitment. Uh, this Denver Nuggets team, being so young, um, they're staying composed, and he's as proud of these Denver Nuggets as we, as fans, are, if not more. Um, it's kind of like listening to your pops. Uh, talk to his buddies around the the poker table about his son, you know? Oh, yeah. You know, that's what what he sounded like to me. He just – he wasn't too overly boastful. He wasn't like, you know, my team is better than your team. He was just, you know, I'm proud of these guys. Nobody gave us a shot. We knew we had a shot. We took it. We had a chance. We took it. Um, But Jokic, my man, Jokic for such a young player, um, Jokic is playing loose and without pressure. Um, here he is reminiscing over remembering the journey of this whole thing and this team he's playing for in this post-game interview. I mean, it's uh, just uh, fun, uh, you
5: know, the the journey. 3-1 Utah, 3-1 Clippers. We come back. I just, like I said, uh, like I had a really, uh, I wanted to say something before the game. Like, whatever we do, I'm going to remember this team, but I didn't.
0: Uh, because it, this is a really interesting team. The, we don't have a first pick. We don't have. No, we don't have any kind of superstar. Everybody's working to get
1: to where, where they're at. And we, we it just uh, when, when we won a game, I felt, I felt just relief. We did it, you know. So it was a, it was a good feeling.
0: All right. So uh, that was Jokic, uh, the Nuggets superstar, who says there are no superstars on the team um that was him just saying you know stating that he's he he's kind of stopping and smelling the roses for lack of a better term you know he's he's a foreign guy he doesn't really speak english all that well but you could kind of as as a as a uh a lover of basketball or sports in general, you can kind of get the gist of what he's trying to say. He's going to remember the journey. He's going to remember the guys that were on this team, right? Um, they're, they're there. And you have to do that. You have to do that because otherwise what's the point, right?
2: Right. Yeah. It seems like there's a special bond between this group and him saying there's no superstars really speaks volumes because they just beat a team with two, uh, highly regarded superstars. And you can just tell there's no one that's above anyone else in the group. They all play together. Mm-hmm. They all love each other, and that, you know, team beats uh, talent every single time. The team beats, George Carl said that after the series, and the Nuggets have the better team, the better chemistry. They play better together with each other, and at the end of the day, that's the team that won.
0: Yeah, um, so we did have some predictions on Tuesday, and like I said, this is a special edition of Take That L. Um, You know, myself, I just got a job uh, working at Weather Nation, so we will have to change our, our schedule up a little bit. I don't think we'll lose any listeners, but um, we will have to switch it up a little bit. You can catch us uh, most likely next Saturday at 1 p.m., but I will definitely be posting it, so keep keep it locked on our social media to, to see when we're going to still be doing live shows, because we still will be doing live shows. It just won't be at 2 p.m. on, or excuse me, 1 p.m. on Tuesdays. Uh, but back to, we did have a show on Tuesday. Um, we had our little predictions of the score. Uh, I, I, I would have to go back into last, you know, the last show and actually listen to it again, uh, to get all of our predictions. I should have wrote them down. Um, but I do know that I predicted the nuggets to get one Oh five and, uh, the Clippers would have like, uh, 100. Yeah. Well, the Clippers basically pooped themselves. <laughs> and didn't couldn't they score. Did. Yeah. They couldn't throw a boulder into the ocean in the fourth quarter. Oh, man. Um, so, you know, my prediction of them getting to 100 and it being a close game at the end. Now, granted, as a Nuggets fan, that's awesome. <laughs> I was kind of happy that the Nuggets didn't allow them to get it back to being close. I'm tired of them being the cardiac kids. Um, but one other prediction that I, I predicted that would um, – help the Nuggets win besides just the obvious things of scoring more points. But I said that they would have to have 50 plus rebounds in order to beat this team. And you would have to have somewhere between 10 and 15 offensive rebounds. Well, the Denver Nuggets, uh, and the Denver Nuggets in game seven had 53 total rebounds and 11 of those were on the offensive board. 22 of those <laughs> were from our guy, uh, which I've just learned now from a post game interview, it's not Nikola Jokic, it's Nikola. Nikola. Yeah. Nikola Jokic. Um, so our guy Nikola uh, basically was just bored happy and knew. I think he knew that they were going to have to clean up the boards in order to win this game. What do you think?
2: Yeah, I mean, 22 rebounds in a game seven, decent, right? I mean, come on. Right. To go along with 13 assists, they dominated them on the rebounds. Fifty-three to thirty-seven overall. They were just a, a monster, not allowing many second-chance points. Exactly. But Joker, he was he was the guy. I mean, he he didn't score a whole lot; only got sixteen points, but he dominated the basketball game. And when someone can do that, they they are just so important to the team. I mean, everything runs through Jokic. Doesn't have to score a ton of points to affect the game. And to see him dominate like that while only putting up sixteen, that just shows you. You know, his whole skill set. He brings everything to the court.
0: Well, he had 16, but he also had 13 assists to round out his triple-double. We said right. he had 22 rebounds. So those 13 assists also, you know, translate into points. So he really had more than 16 points, if you think about it from that perspective. But Jamal Murray... Um, it, is making his argument for all-star status. Um, But we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, Also, coming up later in the show, we're going to have a special guest, Jose uh, Del Rio. He's a Lakers fan, so we're going to get a little bit of his perspective on going into Game 1 of the Western Conference Finals. Um, We're also going to – when we come back, we're going to do the give-and-go. Instead of JG today, we do have Mr. Romano, the intern – Behind the glass Making the wheels turn um, With that said We will be back In three minutes With more Take that L On GoMileHigh.com
1: GoMileHigh.com
4: Hey, Colorado sports fans, you're listening to GoMileHigh.com, a student-operated station live from the Colorado Media School Studios here in Belmar, giving you a different perspective on all things current. Stop torturing yourself, man! Live in the now! So stay tuned to see what's coming up next on GoMileHigh.com, Colorado's sports lifestyle.
1: Show-y.
4: What does it take to be on air? It's not just a personality, though it does help. It takes drive, creativity, passion, and the willingness to develop yourself and truly find what makes you special. At Go Mile High, students are given this chance to become something great. You never know. Someone you're hearing right now could be the next big thing. And you could be the first to know how it all started. So keep listening because you never know what's next on GoMileHigh.com.
3: Every day across this country, hundreds of college radio stations take to the air. Broadcasting music and programming that you won't hear anywhere else. It's one of the last places where people can really be able to actually say what they want to say.
5: Without it, you wouldn't have a place for local artists to perform. Certain people need to have a chance, a fighting chance, and College Radio is that place for it.
3: College Radio changes the lives of those who are involved with it and can change those who listen to it, too. This is where we start out, you know? From getting all this great experience working in college radio, it makes you want to work in real radio.
5: College radio means finding yourself. It helped me find what I wanted to do in not only school,
0: but in life.
3: So support college radio by continuing to listen to this station and supporting the students who make it happen. College Radio. Now. More than ever. A message brought to you by this station and the College Radio Foundation. For more information, please visit collegeradio.org.
1: I'm taking a trip over to Tibet, you uh-huh. know, see the sights, climb a hill or two. But I remember, oh man, I got one guy out here who I actually know. So I give an old ringy dingy to the llama. What? You know, the Dalai llama, his uh-huh. laminescence, really? flowing robes, grace, bald, striking, really. I says to the llama, hey, you remember that round I carried for you down in Shangri-La? Well, apparently some station out in Lakewood taped the whole thing. See, the llama's a big hitter. Nailed two eagles in a row that day. Well, he says, What station could've possibly gotten all the way out to my sacred holy lands, the Shangri? I says it was none other than GoMileHigh.com, llama. Uh They got the best sports coverage in the state. The llama actually tips me this time, 2-1. So he pretty much stiffed me again. But I got him hooked on GoMileHigh.com. So I got that going for me, which is nice. It's great. Go mile high dot com.
0: All right. Welcome back to Take That L. I am Arthur Knight, and with me is Mr. Alex Slim Pimpin' Becker. Uh, all right, brother. So we got our give and go questions For those that haven't listened to us before, the give and go is our producer today, our board operator, uh, Anthony, is going to give us some questions about the Nuggets, and we are going to go with our takes. So, Anthony, whenever you are ready, sir.
6: All right, guys, first one that we got up here today. So what surprised you the most about that Nuggets performance in game seven? What specifically stood out?
0: I'll let you field that one first.
2: All right, so what surprised me the most, honestly, is that they did not get down by more before they made their comeback, and it's been a theme this series. Down by 15, down by 19, doesn't matter. They're going to come back. I think they got down 50 to 38 in the second quarter, down by 12 points, and then they really picked it up, closed the second quarter well, and then came out storming in the third quarter. I think they were five of six from three on their first six uh, three-point attempts in the third quarter, so they had... Uh, They they came back and then some. So I'm surprised that they weren't even down by more before they did what they are accustomed to and start to chip away in the comeback.
0: You know, I kind of want to co-tell that a little bit because that's a bit of my surprise too was just how composed the Denver Nuggets looked in Game 7. Now, we all know as Nuggets fans, of course, the the rest of the league and the rest of the world gave the Nuggets no shot. But we as Nuggets fans, we've been watching this team grow... um, exponentially over the past three, four or five years, uh, starting with the one piece that they started with was Gary Harris. And then they, you know, went from Jokic to Murray, etc. and they've got all the pieces that they need. But the number one surprising thing that shouldn't have been really a surprise to me was the the continuity of this team, because I've actually been the one preaching the most about how teams in the bubble with the most continuity are going to do the best. Um, and, and so far I've been absolutely right. And, if, if I continue to be right, that means the Lakers are most likely going to lose this series um, because they're pieced together, almost Frankenstein together. And if you remember, um, the last time the Lakers tried to win a championship that way was when they had Steve Nash, the mailman, et cetera. They went and bought themselves a team, and that team lost, I believe, in the Western Con- Conference Finals. If not, it was in the, uh, the second round of the playoffs. So um, you can't always buy – your team so the nuggets that's the most surprising for me was game 7 how composed they were and the fact that they didn't get too down they basically stayed in the whole game and controlled the whole game even when they were losing they were still in control of the game and you could visibly see that on the
2: court you're right. Yeah. One thing real quick on just on their composure, they never seem like it never seemed like game seven was too big for them. I think it's because the past three series they played and they all went to game seven, 15 of 16 at the free throw line, right. No, never panicked. Yeah. All total composure the entire game. So I, I you know, I agree with you hundred percent.
0: All right, Anthony hit us with that second one.
6: Who in your mind becomes the X factor for the
0: nuggets in this series? I'll take this one first. Um, The X factor, I believe, and and I'll probably get hounded for this uh, on social media, but the X factor to me is going to be everybody but Nikola Jokic and uh, Jamal Murray. Uh, Because I believe in my, you know, yes, we're talking about LeBron and AD, but I believe that the Nuggets superstars, their two stars basically rub those two stars out. All four of those players are going to get theirs, right? It's going to come down to who can shut down the other team's role players. Who can take the other team out? Like LeBron's going to eat. You're not going to stop LeBron from eating. He's going to eat. Um, what you have to do is starve everyone else around him in order to beat any team that he's on. So I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Nuggets. Not just their bench. I mean everybody. But Jamal and and uh, Nikola are gonna have to step it up. They're gonna have to find that next gear.
2: Uh, Alex? All right, I'm going to go a little outside the box, too. I think the obvious choice for me is Jamal Murray. They they go as he goes. He proved it in the Utah series that even when the team's not playing well, he can put the team on his back. And we saw it as they started to chip away. He made some big shots, a couple big threes, saying, hey, guys, I got us, you know, just come right on my back. So I'm going to go. Jeremy Grant, and for the, a lot of the reasons you talked about, guarding LeBron James, guarding some of their big athletic guys, Jeremy Grant is vital to this team on the on the boards, uh, playing defense, and also hitting those wide-open threes. He hit mm-hmm. a couple big threes in the third quarter that uh, propelled the Nuggets into the lead. So Jeremy Grant is going to be essential to the Nuggets' success if they want to knock off the Lakers um, because of his versatility and all the different things he brings to the table. He's gonna have to to pull what he did.
0: I mean, nobody, nobody, and anybody trying to say because even myself, the most stout, uh, staunch defender of the Denver Nuggets and every single one of their players. You know, I of course to me every Nugget player is LeBron, right? But the fact of the matter is, is that this guy held one of the greater, not the greatest, but one of the greater offensive players. Not well, I mean, the claw is he's known for his defense, but Kawhi can score and he can score at will. Uh he's he's shown it. Um yeah, he didn't score a lot in the third and fourth quarter of game 7, but that that has to do with yeah, he missed a few shots, but a lot of it was defense by Gary Harris and 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 Grant and Jeremy mm-hmm. Grant and mostly by Jeremy Grant uh Jeremy Grant because he's the one that has been having to hold him down one-on-one this enti- that entire series. Um and for him in the last 3 games to hold him like he did I mean he only broke 20 points once in those 3 games I think
2: That's amazing. Uh that that is that's ridiculous The guy with his playoff resume Right. Two time final as an MVP. I mean come on. And
0: you and, and and most people say you can't stop him. Well, to me, that's stopping him. You hold a Kawhi Leonard or a LeBron James to fourteen points in a game, you stopped him.
2: Yeah. What do they they always say in two K, you can't stop him you can only hope to contain him. Well yeah. they contained Kawhi Leonard. They
0: contained him. They slowed him down. And that and that was just enough for the Nuggets to win. All right. Uh I almost called you JG again. Anthony, hit us with that third one.
6: Is Jamal Murray right? Should the narrative be that the Nuggets won or the Clippers lost? And does it even really matter? Alex.
2: Oh, man. Uh, this, this to me, it doesn't matter. I mean, they, they it both <laughs> are true. Honestly, the Nuggets <laughs> won and the Clippers lost. The Nuggets, they was in front of them. They went out and took it. They listened to their head coach and just attacked and played loose, played free. Um, and the Clippers also. I mean, I was talking to Miles about this and he said they just totally choked. he He's never seen a team lay down like that in the second half in the fourth quarter, especially from their two superstars. Not so, from a team
0: that was up 3-1. Absolutely. Like you've
2: seen teams lay down in the playoffs, but they're losing already in I the mean, series, right? I mean, this was... Uh, the majority of people's favorites to win the not only this series but the NBA finals yeah, so the only team that could beat the lakers so i mean both both are true did the nuggets win it more than the clippers lost it i i honestly i can't determine that and i will not say and i don't even know but i both are true for me
0: all right that you know i, I i'm kind of in that same uh that same vein i do believe, especially in the third and fourth quarter yes the clippers did lay down um and basically like excuse me, for lack of a better term, pooped their pants and basically handed the game to the Denver Nuggets. But you have to give it to the Nuggets that the Nuggets enforced their will. They made the Clippers uh basically give up because the nuggets were never going to give up mm-hmm. and i think you could see that the disparity in in the clippers faces especially towards the end of the game they're like man like Kawhi, they cut to this uh commercial and i saw Kawhi's face when they were sitting down for the timeout his face his facial expression said oh my god these guys keep coming they're not gonna stop right. and- they're not gonna stop
2: uh, just uh, they remind me of front runners. You know, when things are going well for the Clippers, they're on the bench, they're making noise, they're hooping. They're oh, they're hollering. talking. Smack. Beverly's talking. Harold's talking. But when things don't go their way, they fold like a chair, and they fold yeah, it up. origami they when fold it comes it up to, and packed it up. Exactly, yeah.
0: exactly. And and uh, I can't remember what player in the NBA said it, but uh, truer words were never spoken. It's not. It's not. Can you talk trash? I think it was Michael Jordan actually. It's easy to talk trash when you're up yeah but can you talk trash when you're down and yeah. come back that was and, from the the last like, and the nuggets are like and the nuggets are like that. can you talk from behind and the nuggets let their game talk They didn't talk smack that whole time on the comeback. Uh, they waited until the game the, the last game was over and then they you know they let it ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Anthony, hit us with that last one.
6: So big question of the day here, guys. Without being a homer or a hometown fan, do you think the Nuggets have a chance to win this series, make the finals? All right, Alex, give it All to right. me straight. Uh,
2: Non-Homer take. I'm, I've learned my lesson about picking against this team. I picked them, picked against them in the Utah series, and I definitely picked against them early in the Clippers series. I was proven wrong both times. I picked them in Game 7. I was proven right. So, of course, they have a chance. They, they were the first team in NBA history to come back from 3-1 back-to-back series. Of course, they have a chance. I don't care who they're playing. A lot of people would have picked the Clippers to beat the Lakers anyway. So... You know, of course they have a chance. I, will they win? Um, I, I, I can't say for sure they're going to beat the Lakers in the series, but will it be competitive? It will be, and they will definitely win at least a couple games.
0: I agree. Um, uh, will will I cannot definitively just sit here and say, I know for a fact these Nuggets are going to win this series, but I definitely definitively on this mic can say that they have more than a chance. Um, the fact of the matter is, is this team has been playing together for three plus years. The only two new additions that have been sparks to this team is Jeremy Grant and uh, Michael Porter Jr. That's other than that, the the other. Seven players that have been playing in rotation the last uh, two series from Plumlee all the way to Murray and Jokic have all been on this team for three plus years. They have played well together. They have played together and they trust each other um, and that's going to go a long way. I think that was the problem with the Clippers. Uh, even uh, PG-13 said it. Paul George said it in his postgame interview that basically they need more time. They need more time together. They didn't get a lot of time together this season uh, because of COVID, because of uh, management, time management, or minute management, whatever they want to call that BS, um, load management. Load management.
2: Yeah. The Clippers have plenty of it now. Yeah, that sounds like – I mean, can take all the load management he wants now. Yeah, that sounds like something out of a
0: a brothel in Vegas, man. (laughs) I don't know why they even call it that. Um, but you know with that said we're going to take a quick break before i go too far off the rails with that comment uh we'll be right back with uh take that l and the pick and roll you are listening to take that l on go mile high.com
1: you
4: Hey, Colorado sports fans, you're listening to GoMileHigh.com, a student-operated station live from the Colorado Media School Studios here in Belmar, giving you a different perspective on all things current. Stop torturing yourself, man. Live in the now. So stay tuned to see what's coming up next on GoMileHigh.com, Colorado's sports lifestyle. Show What does it take to be on air? It's not just a personality, though it does help. It takes drive, creativity, passion, and the willingness to develop yourself and truly find what makes you special. At Go Mile High, students are given this chance to become something great. You never know. Someone you're hearing right now could be the next big thing, and you could be the first to know how it all started. So keep listening, because you never know what's next on GoMileHigh.com.
3: Every day, across this country, hundreds of college radio stations take to the air Broadcasting music and programming that you won't hear anywhere else. It's one of the last places where people can really be able to actually say what they want to say.
5: Without it, you wouldn't have a place for local artists to perform. Certain people need to have a chance, a fighting chance, and College Radio is that place for it.
3: College Radio changes the lives of those who are involved with it and can change those who listen to it, too. This is where we start out, you know. From getting all this great experience working in College Radio, it makes you want to work in real radio
0: college radio means finding yourself it helped me find what i wanted to do in not only school but in life
3: so support college radio by continuing to listen to this station and supporting the students who make it happen college radio now more than ever a message brought to you by this station and the college radio foundation for more information please visit collegeradio.org.
1: I'm taking a trip over to Tibet, you uh-huh. know, see the sights, climb a hill or two, but I remember, oh man, I got one guy out here who I actually know. So I give an old ringy dingy to the llama, what? you know, the Dalai Lama, uh-huh. his laminescence, really? flowing robes, grace, bald, striking really. I says to the lama, hey, you remember that round I carried for you down in Shangri-La? Well, apparently, some station out in Lakewood taped the whole thing. See, the llama's a big hitter. Nailed two eagles in a row that day. Well, he says, What station could have possibly gotten all the way out to my sacred holy lands, the Shangri? I says it was none other than GoMileHigh.com, llama. Uh They got the best sports coverage in the state. The llama actually tips me this time, 2-1. So he pretty much stiffed me again. But I got him hooked on GoMileHigh.com. So I got that going for me. Which is nice. It's great. Go mile high dot com. You're listening to Take That L with my Daddy overnight. Now take it away,
3: Daddy.
0: All right. Welcome back to Take That L. Those are my lovely ladies, uh, Evelyn and Lillian. Um, I love hearing their voices. You know, I'm I'm a I'm a girl dad you know so (laughs) they nuggets fans too oh my oldest is for sure my youngest she's still a little young um she's eight she likes sports in general she likes to play basketball but she won't sit and watch a game with me my oldest will uh, my oldest will actually sit down and watch a game. She's getting as bad at me as me uh, yelling at the TV too. There you go. I she'll, love the passion. Dude, she'll be walking around back and forth pacing like, oh my God, why did you throw that pass? That's a foul. <laughs> yeah, oh man, it's so cute to hear. Um, you know, I, I was watching the game the other day and um, I, I so happened to have my my ex-wife at the house and I was watching a game with my daughter and she was dropping them off and my daughter's watching the game and, she says something like that. I don't remember specifically what she said, but she yelled something. And I looked at my ex-wife and I was like, you know, that that very moment as a parent when you hear yourself come out of your child's mouth. Yeah. Is a proud is e- either A a proud moment or B a I need to watch what I say around my kid moment. Exactly. But, but yeah, she basically has turned into her father watching basketball. And <laughs> it is, it is a a a great thing. Um all right, so. Uh, this is take that L and you can follow us on Facebook at take that l or you can follow us on Twitter at take that l5 you can also grab our podcast anywhere you grab podcasts from Spotify um, on down but you can also catch us on uh, what is it take that l.podbean.com and take that l FM all right and also obviously on go not obviously I should say that all right not doing my job if I don't say it. All right, guys, uh, we're going to bring in Anthony, the intern here, and we're going to play a bit of the pick and roll for those who don't know what the pick and roll is. It is uh, our version of guess who, um, I'm going to give the guys a bit of clues and they're going to try to guess who this, uh, NBA great or NBA player for that matter. It's not always a great, but, uh, definitely a household name. Uh, they're going to try to guess, and I'm going to try to stump these guys.
2: Laptop is turning around. I don't want to <laughs> be accused.
0: Yeah. Uh, to Anybody in the booth, take his phone. I don't trust this guy. No, just kidding. <laughs> All right, guys. We're going to get right into it. This player is a Hall of Fame player and an eight-time All-Star. Guess who? And we're going to start with Alex.
2: Okay. Uh, is he a current player? No. Oh, that was stupid! You just said he's a Hall of Famer, so and that was that was a waste of a guess. I don't know; it could have been All LeBron right, James, uh, uh, eight-time All Star,
0: eight-time All Star Hall of Famer.
2: All right, uh, Larry Bird.
0: It is not Larry Bird. All okay. right, Anthony the
6: Intern. Did this person win a championship?
0: Uh, n- 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 no. Okay. Patrick Ewing. It is not Patrick Ewing? I forgot he never won a championship. They they tried, but Jordan was like, "Nope."
2: Yeah, they got to the finals in '94, and <laughs> yeah. Hakeem and the Rockets said no.
0: Yeah, Hakeem snatched it, uh, snatched it from him. All right, this player is a one-time scoring champion and a three-time All NBA, averaging 21.5 points in his career.
2: Alex. Okay. Uh, did he play in the '80s? Yes. Okay. Is it Dominique Wilkins?
0: It is not Dominique Wilkins, one of my favorite players of all time. That boy was bad. I I want to say he was a
2: scoring champ. If he wasn't, he was close.
0: Yeah, he was a bad man. I know that.
2: All right.
0: (laughs) Anthony. Was
6: was this person a nugget? Yes. Alex English? It is Alex
2: English. Oh nice. Oh, he's kicking your butt already, dude. At one nothing
6: yeah dude it's been scrappy between the two of us it really has has. has. i like it
2: too i like it i blame my first guess (laughs) i'm just kidding i'm totally (laughs) all
0: right here's the clue hall of fame player does not play currently (laughs) eight time all-star and average 14 points a game guess who okay
6: um Anthony. anthony go ahead Eight-time, averaged 14 points.
0: Mm-hmm.
6: Did he play for multiple teams? Yes. Horace Grant.
0: It is not Horace Grant. I don't Grant. think he's in the Hall. I don't think he's in the Hall of Fame either. He should be, though.
2: All right. Did this person win a, a title? No. No. Okay. Um. Let's go... Let's go Stockton.
0: No, it's not Stockton, but that is a good guess, and you're getting warm. All right. Next guess. This player, or excuse me, next hint, played 18 years in the league on three different teams, one of which was Dallas. Guess who? Anthony.
6: Alex asked if you won a title already. Is that right?
2: I did. I did. Yes,
0: and it
6: was it was a no was the answer.
2: Yes,
0: I was I wasn't. It was a no. Yes, it was a no, (laughs) just to confuse you.
6: Um, this is a wrong answer by Sean Bradley. No, that was
0: actually a really good guess. All right, it's on you, boss.
2: All right, is this per? Did he win a NBA MVP? Yes. Okay, is this Steve Nash?
0: It is Steve Nash. All right, both of you have been studying. This isn't fair. You can't study anymore. No, just kidding. Ones. All right. I don't know if I did this one last on Tuesday. Actually, I think I did. I'm going to skip him because I think I did do him. All right. Let's do this guy. All right. This guy is a six-time All-Star, two-time All-NBA, and a Rookie of the Year.
2: Guess who? Alex. Okay. Is he a current player? Yes. Okay. Okay. go let's go John Wall
0: John Wall is not correct All right Anthony was
6: has this person won a scoring championship No Anthony Davis
0: No well, that was a good guess All right five minutes, five minutes. Next pl- uh next clue for you this player was is a foreign player, but you really wouldn't know it. A foreign player, foreign-born player, but you really wouldn't know it, Alex.
2: Okay. All right. Scoring champ and six-time All-Star.
0: I never said he was a scoring
2: champ. Oh, okay. Um, no scoring championship. No. Sc- okay. Um, has he has he won multiple championships? No. No. Okay. Dang. All right, we'll go. Amari Stoudemire.
0: No, um, that was a good guess. Uh, Amari's not playing anymore,
2: is he? No. Oh, okay. he is a current. Oh, my yeah, he's a bad. current player. I'm thinking rookie of the years. All
6: right, Anthony. Is this person European? <clears throat> no. That's interesting. Giannis? No, he wasn't rookie of the year.
0: Yeah, he was not rookie of the year. Yeah, so you got to pay attention to the clues. You got to see this guy's learning how to play this game. I get nervous. <laughs> All right, last clue. Uh has won a championship and has played 9 years in the league on 3 different
2: teams. Guess who? Okay. I'm gonna go with Derrick Rose.
0: Derrick Rose. Not even gonna ask a question. Just gonna go ahead and
2: throw oh, out an answer. That's yeah.
0: that's cool, Derrick Rose. Wrong. Oh.
6: <laughs> Championship, man.
2: Yep. Oh, uh, I, I gotta write down all these
6: clues.
0: <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm forgetting.
0: You're as bad as uh, Bashman. That's what I told him. I said you need a little notepad so you I can do. write down. I these. I do.
6: <laughs> is is this a white player? No. uh Sergi Baca no a
5: with, uh,
0: also a good guess all right guys uh you got all your clues I'll give you one last guess
2: Alex okay um does he play in the Western Conference no okay uh let's go oh man. This is stumping me, man. (laughs) Uh, Yes. Oh, God. uh, Love this game. (laughs) I don't know. Goran Dragic. Who knows? (laughs)
0: That's a good guess,
2: but no. I don't know. But
0: no, no, no. I said he wasn't a white player, so that should be a dead giveaway.
6: I know it's wrong, obviously, but I got to go with the old reliable foreign guess of uh, Bogdanovich. It is
0: not, and he He's is white, white as well. All right,
6: would you guys like you, to know who it is? You got us on this like,
2: one. Y- yeah, give us like an, an obvious hint. All like, right. That would pretty much His give it away. His nickname
0: is Uncle Drew. Oh, all right. He's foreign? He was born in Melbourne, Australia. All
2: right, I had no idea. Okay, yeah. all Kyrie, obviously. But. Kyrie Irvin. Kyrie Irving. I was thinking of foreign guys the entire time. So <laughs> I said foreign. That born. threw me off. Foreign born. Foreign born. born. Okay. You
0: gotta listen. Okay. Uh, just like I tell uh, Bashman all the time, you gotta listen to the actual hint. I didn't. Because I know he, I know he grew player. up in New
2: Jersey, but I had no he idea he did. was born in Australia. My he next
6: w- question was: Is he a flat earther? So
2: is that, he a that, 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 <laughs> then we would have got it. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> is he a flat earther? That's good. That's good. All right. I think we got enough for time for one more. All right. We got about, what, two minutes? One minute? We'll, we'll go quick. All right. All right. Speed round. This player is a Hall of Fame player and 14-time All-Star. Guess who?
2: Alex. Okay. Uh, does he? Did he play in the 90s? Yes. All right. Uh, uh, David Robinson.
0: It is not David Robinson. Did he
6: win a championship in the 90s?
0: No. I'm going to go back to Patrick Ewing. It is not Patrick Ewing. All right. This person is also a two-time MVP two-time MVP, average uh, 25 points in his career
2: all right it's carl
0: <laughs> dang it
2: all right yeah. it's Karl- all right i mean <laughs> that the, was too it, easy. If he played in the 90s and he was a two-time mvp and he's not michael jordan like how many guys <laughs> won an mvp in <laughs> the 90s think, that wasn't michael jordan with, i didn't even Long think that. one too and i know that with so, no yeah. chip to go along with yeah that. exactly with no chip
0: <laughs> hey i had to throw you guys a bone yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like I knew that might be a little too easy alright well that wraps up uh, the pick and roll and when we come back we are going to look ahead at game one against the Los Angeles Lakers it is David and Goliath this is Take That L on GoMileHigh.com relax kid I'm not
1: packing my life is like a
4: Hey, Colorado sports fans, you're listening to GoMileHigh.com, a student-operated station live from the Colorado Media School studios here in Belmar, giving you a different perspective on all things current. Stop torturing yourself, man. Live in the now. So stay tuned to see what's coming up next on GoMileHigh.com, Colorado's sports lifestyle. What does it take to be on air? It's not just the personality, though it does help. It takes drive, creativity, passion, and the willingness to develop yourself and truly find what makes you special. At Go Mile High, students are given this chance to become something great. You never know. Someone you're hearing right now could be the next big thing. And you could be the first to know how it all started. So keep listening because you never know what's next on GoMileHigh.com.
3: Every day across this country, hundreds of college radio stations take to the air, Broadcasting music and programming that you won't hear anywhere else. It's one of the last places where people can really be able to actually say what they want to say.
5: Without it, you wouldn't have a place for local artists to perform. Certain people need to have a chance, a fighting chance, and College Radio is that place for it.
3: College Radio changes the lives of those who are involved with it and can change those who listen to it, too. This is where we start out, you know? From getting all this great experience working in college radio, it makes you want to work in real radio.
0: College radio means finding yourself. It helped me find what I wanted to do in not only school, but in life.
3: So support college radio by continuing to listen to this station and supporting the students who make it happen. College Radio, now, more than ever. A message brought to you by this station and the College Radio Foundation. For more information, please visit collegeradio.org.
1: I'm taking a trip over to Tibet, you uh-huh. know, see the sights, climb a hill or two, but I remember, oh man, I got one guy out here who I actually know. So I give an old ringy dingy to the llama, what? you know, the Dalai llama, uh-huh. his laminescence, really? flowing robes, grace, bald, striking, really. I says to the lama, hey, you remember that round I carried for you down in Shangri-la? Well, apparently, some station out in Lakewood taped the whole thing. See, the llama's a big hitter. Nailed two eagles in a row that day. Well, he says, What station could have possibly gotten all the way out to my sacred holy lands, the Shangri? I says it was none other than GoMileHigh.com, llama. Uh They got the best sports coverage in the state. The llama actually tips me this time, 2-1. So he pretty much stiffed me again. But I got him hooked on GoMileHigh.com. So I got that going for me, which is nice. It's great. Go mile high All right.
0: Welcome back to Take That L. I am Arthur Knight and with me is Alex Becker. And behind the glass is Anthony, the intern Romano. All right. So we just wrapped up the pick and roll we talked about in the give and go about, you know, Jamal talking about the narrative of the Nuggets. Um, who's gonna be the X factor, uh, and what surprised us the most out of the game seven from the Denver Nuggets? Um, so, um, we are missing a, a key element here. We're supposed to have real, a, right? We're supposed to have a guest Laker here, Boy. And I'm texting him as we speak. Where are you? all right so stuck in that la
6: traffic yeah
0: yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) hopefully just like uh he didn't show up right now his team doesn't show up in uh game one and uh this series for that matter so love it um we're hoping that so we're gonna get we're gonna get into it though so uh alex let me let me pose this right off the top what do the nuggets have to do to win this series. Nobody's giving us, not us, I don't play for the Nuggets. Nobody's giving the Nuggets a chance. Like, same thing, same story, different series. Nobody's gonna give the Nuggets a chance. But what what in your mind do the Nuggets have to do to win this series?
2: Uh, I believe they got to play a full four-quarter game, like they did against the Clippers. You know, they may find themselves down in the second and third quarter, but if they um, stick with it and not not get too down, because you know the the Lakers are going to go on some runs. They got all kinds of firepower. They got you know great perimeter defenders and knockdown three-point shooters. So you know they're going to go on some runs where they might get out to a short lead, a double-digit lead. But the Nuggets, they cannot. They got to just withstand that, weather all the storms, play a full four quarters, and at the end of 48 minutes, you know if they play hard. And to stick with it, I think they'll be all right. See, for me, to
0: win the series, the Nuggets are going to—they're going to they're gonna have to take all the haymakers that the Lakers are going to throw at them. Um, but for me, for the Nuggets to win this series, they're going to have—they're going to have to allow AD. And LeBron to run free and roam free and do their thing, and they're going to have to shut down
2: the rest of the team. So focus more on the secondary scoring. They, they are.
0: They're going to have to. They're going to have to stop the Denny Greens. They're going to have to stop the um,
2: Contavious, Caldwell Pope. Some of yeah, those. Some of those shooters. The yeah. Pope.
0: Yeah, they're going to have to stop him. Kyle Kuzma. They're going to have to stop them and not allow them to eat at all. Um, but to, to specifically win Game One, and this is strategic. Uh, um... For the Nuggets, you know, I I know Coach Malone doesn't listen to this show and, and, you know, and whatnot, but hopefully he does. And if he does hear this show, um, just know that LeBron and the Lakers are not going to give you their all in game one. Uh, LeBron has notoriously said in the media over and over again, that game ones in any series are a feel them out game. So the, yes, are they going to try to win game one? Yes, they're going to try to win and they're going to give you a couple of different haymakers, but they're not going to give you their best. So my, my thing is for the nuggets to win this series is make sure you go into this game one cautiously. Don't get too high. Don't get too low. If you do win game one, do not get too overly confident about it because they may let you they may let you win game one just so that you can get overconfident and just so that um, they kind of, you know, basically I call it the Muhammad Ali effect. Okay. Um, He's going to, he's LeBron. When I say he, I'm meaning LeBron Uh, him and the way he likes to run teams when he plays for him is the game one. Like I said, he has stated it in the media um, that Game ones are a fill you out game. That's why when they mm-hmm. went down to Houston in the first, uh, down one to Houston in the first game. They didn't lose to Houston again.
2: They right? lost to Portland too in the first game. They same did same thing first they round. They did. Yeah. He
0: wants to give you overconfidence and then take it away and steal your soul in four games. That's that's basically how he's been doing it, uh, at least these past two series. Right. Um, so I don't want the Nuggets, even if they do win the game, I don't want them to like blow them out and 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 get too much confidence. I want it to be a nice competitive game to where the Lakers um, are in it and they actually try to win and put forth effort. Um, to win the game and don't just feel the Nuggets out. Does that make sense? Yeah,
2: I, I agree with you. I don't think the Lakers are going to show their full hand in, in Game 1, maybe not show their, the full deck of cards that they have to work with. They have so many different options and, guys, and different matchups they can go with. You know, Markeith Morris is having a couple big games last round, so so many different things they can do. I don't think they're going to reveal everything in Game 1, so even if the Nuggets win, you you know, you, the series is just getting started. They, they haven't accomplished anything if, if they come out with the Game 1 win tomorrow night
0: another thing that the nuggets are gonna before we and, and somebody decided to grace us with his presence finally mr jose del real uh say what's up to the people homie
5: how's everybody doing
0: all right so he is a sorry uh lakers fan whatever but we love him just the same <laughs>
2: uh, the, the fakers right whatever He's, how many times fake shows?
0: one the fake show not zero exactly zero we didn't have to buy any of our dynasties either, though. So <laughs> let's just let's just leave it at that.
5: Uh, Kobe? <laughs> uh, Kobe, Magic, worthy. Kobe Respect was bought. There, yeah. Kobe
0: was bought. Uh, anyway, he was traded for. <laughs> All right. So we were we were asking we were asking, we were asking Jose, um, what did the Nuggets and and we'll get to the Lakers too. Uh, what do you think the Nuggets have to do to beat your team in this series? What do you huh? think they can do <clears throat> if, if it's possible? I know you don't think they're going to win, but what if, if they do win, what would be the factor of them winning this series?
5: Uh, stop grinding as they doing, uh, stop hustling. Uh, they're always gotta be, uh, be competitive and, uh, uh, let their spirit come down. Yeah. They don't gotta, get too
0: high. Don't get too low.
5: They gotta, they gotta keep going and, uh, Non-stop because you got two main major superstars on the Lakers. They gotta give 100% as they have all this through this whole playoffs, and you got key factors of veterans like Danny Green and Rondo. You know, on on the court and right, right. So with so they
0: have they have pedigree. Is what yeah, they said. got they pedigree, and pedigree, and then
5: well the Nuggets. I mean, they're young and they they they're doing it. I mean, they just beat the Clippers. You know. A number two seat on the West.
0: And the number one in everybody's heart, apparently, because <laughs> yeah. everybody's been devastated that the Nuggets won and the, and the Clippers lost.
2: Going for the L.A. sweep now.
0: Yeah, yeah, hopefully. You know, I said it on this show um, before I get to my next question here. Um, I said it on this show a few weeks back. Um, we were talking about the, who the Nuggets would be the best matchup for the Nuggets. This is before the playoffs started, right? They're still playing the play-in games. And we were talking about how Houston would be terrible, Dallas would be terrible, etc. But I was the one standing up like, you know what, I don't care who we play. I hope, in my opinion, I wish we could play every single team. That way, it's undisputed. Like, I wanted to play both LA teams. If the Nuggets win and go to the the finals after beating uh, a division rival in seven games, beating what everybody in the NBA and all over the world considered the NBA title winners before they were, you know, they crowned them before they actually got there in the LA Clippers in seven games. And then however many games it takes them to quote unquote beat the Lakers and go to the finals. I mean, come on, man. Like,
2: yeah. I mean, that's the toughest road to get there. You're going through the top two seeds in the West for the top 10 players in the NBA, including Paul George, Kawhi, and then AD and LeBron, obviously. So there's no way you can say, you know, it was, it's a cheap championship. They're going through plus the best, at least, and they're beating the best.
0: Plus, at least, let's say, Gobert and Mitchell are in the top 15, 20 of players in the league. You can make that argument. Right. So they went through them. <laughs> they went through the the tandem of Kawhi and PG-13. Now they face the, like I said, I've, I've called it David and Goliath. Right. Um, basically, the Nuggets being David, obviously. Uh, you're going up against the top, top five players. Top, two of the top five players in the league. Um, so, with that said, how will the Lakers? How will the Lakers stop the Nuggets? How can the Lakers beat the Nuggets as hot as they are? Let's go with Jose since he's the guest here. How
5: how could the Nuggets beat the Lakers?
0: Or no, how do the Lakers beat the Nuggets? How do they just handily? Or if they handily beat them, how how does this series end for the Lakers winning? Going through AD and LeBron keep going when he keep doing it. Uh, keep doing and um you think those two players can beat the nine players of the Nuggets? I think they the main pat the main reason why they could. So even if even and I'm not I'm not hounding. Uh even if LeBron scores fifty, A D scores fifty, if the Nuggets nine players score hundred and one. Right. Right? Right. So that's why I asked the question, do you really think those two players can beat nine players because that's the way the Nuggets are going to have to win this series is turn it into two on nine.
5: Pretty much. I mean, I think Kyle Kuzma needs to show up somehow on this uh, playoff run. Um, yeah, Ronda is showing here. up. Uh, I think. Eight, I mean, Danny Green has been like quiet for me. Yeah. He hasn't been the Danny Green that I know of.
0: That's true. He hasn't really shown. So neither is Kuzma. Kuzma showed up a couple of times in the past two series. He has moments. He has moments. He's been inconsistent at, at best, um, but that doesn't mean that they don't, they won't show up in this series, right? But the, you're saying that basically those two players in specific have to show up.
5: Yeah, and I think the the, the I mean I think the Lakers have an advantage on on height. I oh, mean, oh yeah, yeah they've got size. Yeah. I mean if they could, if they could actually get their I mean, weight. I mean, um, what's his name? Um, Dwight Howard. Dwight Jamil Howard, McGee? yeah, and mm-hmm. McGee and more McGee because. He has that veteran pedigree, and he has won championships with Golden State.
2: Right, right, right. Yeah, it's like in the Clippers series, only Zubots was the guy, a, a guy that's as big as Jokic or bigger to mm-hmm. to check him. Lakers have three guys over seven foot that can manhandle and that play a physical style of basketball too. So, right. and the, the only length way, could be, in, you know, yeah. The, the only way. the
0: only way that you can stop length um, is to attack it head on and get at least two out of those three players mentioned into foul trouble. Um, early, so that they're sitting for significant minutes, uh, especially through the second, and third quarter. Right? That's that's how you would have to play it: as attack, 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 and get them in foul trouble. With that said, we've got about one minute left. Um, I'm going to go around the table here, and including Anthony, who wins this? Who wins game one? Why and what score? Jose? Uh, Lakers by twelve. Lakers by twelve. Give me a score. One twelve. One hundred. Yeah. Okay.
2: Alex. All right. I'm going to stay with the trend. Lakers have lost game one. The first two rounds. They're going to lose game one against the Nuggets, and it's going to be it will be 113 to 102.
6: Ooh, okay. Fill out game. Nuggets take game
0: one, 109, 102. All right. And I'm going to go with the Nuggets win this game too because of the same reasons that it's a feel out game for the Lakers. Uh I'm going to go with I'm going to stick with my score that I went with uh against game seven. 105 105-100. Yeah, 105 100 is what we're go- what right. I'm gonna go with it. and uh, that's nuggets taking that game one
2: how many rebounds for Michael Porter jr
0: I think he gets at least 12 this game okay. he got seven in the last seven, game he's got to right. get he's got to get more in this round all right with that said I'd like to thank everybody for coming on to the show Alex Becker Jose del real and Anthony the intern uh Almost forgot his last name. God, I got to get this man's name. All right. And uh, on behalf of myself, Arthur Knight, thank you for listening to Take That L on GoMileHigh.com, a part of the Be On Air Network. Yeah. Let's go, Nuggets.
4: Hey Colorado sports fans, you're listening to GomileHigh.com, a student-operated station live from the Colorado Media School studios here in Belmar, giving you a different perspective on all